Well, hello there. As you can see, I'm having a little fun with these intros on this app. So, welcome to episode number six of the Randy Childers Perspective. And I have no guest with me except for Rev, my dog. He's sitting right here next to me on my mattress. It is 11.47 p.m. on a Thursday, June 27, 2019. So if you hear a little snore, that's that's Mr. Rev right there. So I'm going to try something. If it stops and stops recording, I'm sorry, but I'm going to add a little interlude. But first, we got to go do George's meditation. So this is George's section right here. He's uh, got these meditations he sends out. And if he was here, he'd explain a little bit of them. But I'm just going to go to the very end where he uh he gets one of his one of the guy one of his guys he looks up to I guess you know one of their quotes and then he he quotes his own quote so this is George's quote for today we seem to always be looking outside of ourselves for what we already hold within seek awareness stay present live in the now all right now this by the way, I would like for y'all to kind of, you know, give me some feedback on what y'all think of these uh, quotes, these interpretations, whatever y'all want to call these. Um, like I said, Mr. George is a deep thinker. He's been on this earth for a long time. He's seen some things. So, and then uh, this quote is from Thomas Merton. This dude, smart guy. He knows a little bit about God. So check this out. This is what he says. Whether you understand it or not, God loves you, is present in you, lives in you, dwells in you, calls you, saves you, and offers you an understanding and compassion, which are like nothing you have ever found in a book or heard in a sermon. Boom! Thomas Merton. I mean... God is love. And God is everywhere. All right, anyways, so today's, uh, like I said, today's meditation, it was, that's the, it's over presence. <clears throat> and the definition of presence is an awareness of what is not myself internally or externally. So, you know, we got Richard Rohr's that this is like a morning interpretation. I won't say interpretation. This is Richard Rohr's daily devotion, I guess you would say, that he send that he sends out, and then you know George gets it, and then he reads it, and then George does his own inter- interpretation of it. So here we go with George's interpretation. Sorry, it's late night right now, but we're gonna read this real quick. Might not be real quick. It's he he's like I said, he's deep. So stay with me, guys. So here we go. And this is kind of true. So much of our lives are on autopilot, unaware in many instances of what's right in front of our faces. A sure sign of people who have no idea about the meaning of presence is the person who has who has to have some activity going on constantly. Uh, this kind of sounds like me. I've been I've been working on it. Anyways, let me go back. Busyness for the sake of being busy. Stillness 
silence and inactivity are the enemy, hence the term they are human doings as opposed to human beings. Whatever we become used to is also our normal, regardless of whether it's healthy or unhealthy. Changing one's normal is difficult only because of the ego. The ego prefers the familiar. Guys, we don't like change. We all know that. As a test for yourself, review your activities, your thoughts, and your feelings over the past several days, and I would venture to guess that they have varied very little. Within a matter of minutes of encountering a stranger and having a conversation with that person, I can tell whether they are stuck in their familiar or if they're prone to intentionally pursue their own personal growth. There are many more of the former that, uh, I'm sorry, there are many more of the former than the latter. But even more interesting is the fact that once a person takes a risk to move out of their familiar, the more they are willing to the more they are willing to risk and consciously choose their own evolution, their own individuation. We don't change simply for change's sake. We change for a purpose, a reason. And for most, that reason is they become sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, I want to relate to that real quick with my crash, you know, when I broke my neck and became fully, just completely quadriplegic. I mean, it was a humbling it was very humbling uh, whenever, yeah, when you can't wipe your own butt and give yourself a bath. I mean, yeah, you can go to thinking you're, oh, yeah, I'm a bad, and then boom, at a snap of a finger, you never know what can happen. Anyway, so let's get back to that. To, this is, uh, let's get back to it. Anyways, there's pe- people don't want to change and, and, until they're just tired of being sick and tired. The decision to move away from one's familiar, one's way of thinking, feeling, and acting is the important first step. And with most familiars, it's two steps forward and one step back in the beginning. The awareness of the benefits received from that committed decision will enable the individual to remain one that shows them path of change, of wellness. The resources for change are varied, like therapy, reading, workshops, retreats, 12-step programs, which are not just for addictive behaviors, and one of the best, contemplative prayer. Contemplation is moments of stillness, silence, and presence, a time to empty the mind in order to hear the innate knowing of our heart, soul, and spirit. Within a short period of time, there will be a recognition as a result of increased awareness and consciousness of our relational connection to all of creation, to one another, and to a loving image of the one we may call our God, the ground of all being. Boom! So, yeah, that's George. He gets crazy, man. Like, he gets... But he's true, man. Think about it. Like, you know... uh, Example, just imagine like you're in traffic and you're late to work. You're just already thinking about people at work. They're going to be mad. Uh, you're not even like, you're not even in the present. You know, get in the present. Look at your fingers. Look at the wrinkles in your fingers. Like, oh my goodness, look how beautiful those wrinkles are. You know, that's what they talk about getting in the present, like staying kind of, 
you know, you know, another perfect example. Um, you know, you're talking to somebody, having a conversation, and they're looking straight down at their cell phone. Having no, no idea what you're saying. You know, just slap it out of their hand real quick. Watch it smash on the ground. You'll get their attention really fast, and it'll be pretty funny. Make sure you're videoing it, too. So, anyways, that's George's meditation. Uh, this week's been pretty awesome so far. Like y'all, y'all heard about, you know, old Luke got a little crazy with Luke. And then Tuesday, I don't think I posted, man. I don't think I did anything. Tuesday, Wednesday, and yeah, Tuesday was kind of just went to work. Um, showed some people around the shop, talking, talked to some people, did some cold calls. Uh, Wednesday. Did the same thing. Woke up. I did some uh, Beat Saber on the virtual reality. Y'all, that game is awesome. Check it out. Beat Saber on virtual reality. It is awesome. I've got the uh, the soundtrack to, is it Imagine Dragons? So, yeah, I'm, I'm Samurai Sword, Karate Chop, Squares coming at me to the beat of Imagine Dragons. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so then my dad... My dad surprised me. He, they came in. He he pull he he was pulling in something for my sister. My sister's opening up a new uh, hair salon for herself. So that's gonna be pretty awesome. So I think my dad was coming down here to help her do some stuff with that. And then he calls me up. I was like, "What's up?" And so he lives like three hours away. So it's always cool to see Pop. So he rolls in and. Uh, we went to we went to Sam's real quick because hold on uh oh I hear my dog getting in the trash hey good boy anyways that's magic he's he 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 can be sneaky and so where was I yeah so we went to Sam's. Then he had to kind of come in and get in and get out, so we didn't really have time to go to lunch. Went to Sam's and got me a big old case of those Monster Energy Drink coffees. The, oh, I don't really like the Monsters, man. They make me all giddy and freaky. But those coffees, oh my goodness, those coffees are awesome. And uh, the only other one I like is the Baby Blue and Orange Can. It's like a juice. It's not carbonated. It is awesome. Yeah, and so, yeah, so he came in and hung out, which is, like I said, man, it's cool. So, and then today, today was a good day. Did some cold calling, talked to some guys that uh, just uh, graduated from our from our Riders Academy. Um, shoot, man. Other than that, it wasn't too, too crazy. So, but I want to keep this one kind of short. Um, oh, I did want to tell y'all a story. My dad, that's what, yeah. So my pop was telling me a story about, um, last night, uh, at about 4 a.m. Here's their, they have a little, um, miniature Australian shepherd and they, uh, they heard him throwing up in the kitchen and he never throws up, you know, the little, little dude's got a rot gut, so... My dad goes to get up, and they've got little, you know, wood floors. He goes to get up and just 
splat. No, he, I think he walked about two or three steps. Yeah, walks about two or three steps and he just splats his foot right in the middle of just a steamy pile of dog turd. And it just starts just, you know how, you know, all this, got not dirt, Bobby dick, uh, ah. And then so Mo, my stepmom, she gets up, starts laughing, you know, laughing. And then she goes into the kitchen and looks, and there's just a big old pile of throw up. Like, what the heck's going on? So she starts cleaning the throw up. Uh, my dad starts dry heaving, starts doing that huh, huh, huh. So Mo starts just cracking up laughing. They end up getting all the stuff cleaned up. Mo can't even go to bed because he's laughing so hard. So, yeah, I have a uh, an awesome story about that, too, that got me straight up hating oatmeal raisin cookies. I have to go to the restroom real quick, guys. Pee break. Okay, so back to why I hate oatmeal raisin cookies. So I uh, had this dog, this awesome dog named Cyrus. It was a black lab. And um, I remember one night, my sister, I think, fed him a bunch of oatmeal raisin cookies or he got into oatmeal raisin cookies or something. But I think she fed him a few. And that night, she locks him in my bedroom. And you know when you have those dreams where they're just so vivid that you just think everything is real, the smells, the everything, the taste, the feel, everything. So I remember, and this is a big lab, y'all, big lab. I, I remember just in my dream, in my middle of my sleep, I'm just going, ugh. Ugh, it's just so bad. Like, I remember just thinking it's my dream, and I'm just trying to just, ugh. And I kind of wake up and kind of in and out, and I'm just like, and it's, you know, pitch black in my room, so I open my eyes a few times thinking I'm still dreaming or whatever, so I'm just, it takes me a while to snap to it, and I wake up, I'm like, oh, what, oh, what is that? And I knew it was just shat. And y'all... When I turn the light on, when I say a massacre, oh my goodness, it was so bad. It was so bad, y'all. I just, it was so bad. I, I, I still can't to this day. I just, I look at oatmeal raisin cookie and my eyes just start. It's like like cutting onions. It's like ugh, ugh. And so I remember having to shovel it up first with a square edge shovel. It was that much of it. Felt so bad for old for old Cyrus, man. And uh yeah, I mean I'm talking like shovel this stuff up first, then try to dab as much up as as I could up with a with a rag, a wet rag, and then I had to get a, a steam cleaner, man. I'm talking like it looked like seven different lakes of just liquid poo. Man, sorry about these podcasts being about turdoms. At least this one isn't about mine. But I do have a 
some more good stories about those, so they will be coming up later. Um, I don't want this one to go too long, guys, but uh, I do want to give, you know, all my I, uh, stroke survivors and spinal cord guys and, you know, people, you know, these are my my first times, you know, after my my quad, you know, when I was quadded out. Um, I remember uh, when I was at Tier, I was still living in Tier, the rehab facility for, uh, you know, spinal cord and brain injuries. I, uh, they gave me a pass, I think, on a Saturday or Sunday. It was one of those days. And my family and friends got it set up to where they surprised me at my at my job where I where I worked at the time and you know I thought I was going home well we all stop in the shop and man I'm talking there's I've maybe a hundred people there man it felt like all my motocross friends family everybody on my friend everybody was there it was awesome my network my crew man they had they had signs put up in the windows of the dealership and welcome home Randy and it was awesome. I mean, that was still when I was in a wheelchair. I had the uh, the <laughs> the pee bag still attached to my leg, and I I wasn't really I wasn't really walking then. My arms weren't moving. I think my my right arm was still attached. We still velcroed it to the to the uh, to the armrest of the wheelchair because it would just do it would just fall off. My left one, I had bicep movement. I could kind of control it. And uh, so, yeah, I just got to hang out with everybody all day. I say all day, just a few hours because, I mean, it, it took a lot of energy out of me. I didn't realize. So I remember um, that evening we get back. We get back to the uh, the room. I think it was, yeah, I had to, no. Nah. Yeah, it was a Saturday. It was a Saturday because the shop was open. So then we get back to the room that night, and you know, you know, coming from the motocross world, you know, me and my dad, we trained a lot. We practiced. We, you know, we raced a lot. Did a lot of a lot of together. And you know, that night we're just chilling, been watching movies and stuff. And and uh, he's like, "Hey, man, let's do some, let's do a little work. Let's do some uh, let's do some bicep work. Let's do some." Let's do something. I'm like, man, I'm tired, and dad, I'm just tired, man. And uh, you know, that's when I just got off the trach as well. So I mean, just talking to people all day just had me just too tired. Just trying to put out a voice was hard. You know, I'm, I went back and listened to some of my recordings, my podcast guys, for the first time just earlier. I'm sorry, I sound goofy. I'm work. I'll start working on. It. I'm gonna have to start. Listen to myself a little bit more, do a little bit more critiquing, a little editing in my voice. Uh, and I want to say editing, but, you know, we'll just do some work on it. And, but, anyways, I lost my train of thought. Let's go. My phone's locked. I'm trying to get back to my... Let's see, can we say squirrel? But anyways, so yeah, 
my dad said, yeah, let's do a little, let's do a little something, let's do a little, let's do a little work. And man, I said, yeah, I said I'm tired. And so I finally, I go, we go to try to stand up. That's what it was. And I was like, fine, let's do something. You know, do some like, uh, we would do, stand up against the, the, against the bed and like try to squat down and touch my, my butt cheeks to the bed and stand back up, you know, do a, two or three of those and call it a day. So I remember, so we didn't do much. And that's, that's the, that's the bad thing. Spinal cord injury, patients, this, that, and the, they have to, if you don't move all, all day, like move your legs, anything all day, and then just go to get up real fast, things happen. And so I, uh, my dad's sitting there in front of me, you know, you know, he had to have a spot, had a spotter then. And because um, I was, like I said, still very, 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 very shaky and goofy. And so I remember as I, uh, as I went to, you know, throw my weight forward to stand up, I stood up and I, it was so crazy, y'all. I stood up and I remember seeing over my dad's shoulder and I saw the tray of food on the on the uh, bed next to me, and um, and then everything just I woke and then everything I guess went yeah. Next thing I knew, I woke up. I woke up with my dad screaming in my face with about seven or eight doctors just hovering over me with lights. Everyone screaming at me, and I I literally looked up at everyone. I went, "Hey!" And one of the doctors, I forgot who it was, but I didn't, I ain't seen him in a while. I went, "Hey, doctors, so and so," and they and they all kind of like looked at me like, "You good? Is he good?" I'm like, "What's up, y'all? Did I pass out?" Because everyone talked about, you know. Everyone fainting, the big everyone fainted and fainted. It took me so long, and it never happened to me, and it finally happened. So yeah, my uh, right when I stood up really quick, I guess your blood pl- your blood pressure drops really fast, and then boom, you go out. But yeah, man, I felt so bad because my like, it scared my dad so bad. He said, from his experience, he said, right when I stood up, he said my body just locked like straight as a board and he said I was looking him straight in the eye like my eyeballs were looking at his eyeballs but there was nothing in my eyes he said it was the craziest thing so yeah and I remember waking up all warm and tingly and stuff yeah it was pretty wild so yeah if you have a spinal cord injury move your legs around so I mean even if you're like like not jacked up. You know what I'm talking about. You sit down all day watching Netflix. You go to get up real quick. Whoa. You can get a little faint. Yeah. That's what happens. All right. Well, anyways, I told y'all. Keep that one. Keep this one uh, pretty short. So tell Rev good night. And I, like I said, um, I keep getting more listeners, more listens, all that good stuff. I want to thank y'all so much again. This is so awesome. And I work on my voice. I promise, and I work on all the uh, squirrels. Like I said, I got ADD like crazy, man, so you got to forgive me. As I'm talking to myself, I'm thinking, 
another thing. So I'm still getting used to all this. I'm having fun with it. And, um, guys, I just, uh, I hope you, uh, don't live in fear. Love yourselves. And, uh, I love y'all. And if you have any questions, email me. Uh, easiest way to get hold of me. Probably at Randy, is it Randy.Childers? Nah, you can either use that one. Try the uh, Randy.Childers at CowboyHarley.com. You can do that one. That's C-H-I-L-D-E-R-S. So, all right, guys. I love y'all. Good night. And uh, talk to y'all tomorrow. The Randy Childers Perspective.